Folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Bad History. Bad History. We are coming at your ear holes once again for a brand new week full of laughs and some some occasional history, but mostly laughs, I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so we're back at you for another week. Um, I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and esteemed colleague and oh, other side of the coin. Is that a thing? I'm, I'm the other side of the coin for you. Dave. How are you, Dave? <laughs> What's up, Stephen? As long as I get to be the eagle. There's an eagle? Well, there, before, Yeah, there, there's eagle, and then there's the president's head. You get to be the president's head. Oh, eagle. okay. Oh, we're doing like a, like a, like a, like like a quarter. A quarter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll be the president's head. You, you think we're a goddamn... 50 cent piece? I, I was thinking think so. I was thinking uh, like a buffalo nickel or something. Oh, okay. This week we are going to be talking about air disasters and <laughs> that is air spelled H E I R disasters. Uh so we're going to be talking about uh when when passing on the uh the the family crown didn't exactly go as planned. But daddy, uh, I want to be king. Son, I am the support. Uh, but before we jump all into that, Dave, I gotta know you gotta tell me how has your week been? Week has been really good. I've been tired of not being able to tell you what I've done during the week, so I've put things into motion so that we can talk okay. about them. <laughs> okay. So like, I told uh, my girlfriend, I was like, I'm tired. I'm not being able to tell specific things because I always forget them when we're on the air. So every week we have a movie theme week we also have video games that we play during that week and books that we read so cool this week um we are doing alien week which is the week that's awesome the movie series alien so alien aliens aliens is aliens is is and then prometheus so Nice. I don't know if I'm going to expose her to Alien versus Predator. This is all because um, she has, like, a very limited um, movie history. So, like, she's never seen any of them. She has no idea what they're about. Wow. So, yeah. She's, so, she's in for a treat. She. We just watched Alien yesterday, so we're going to watch Aliens tonight after. Yes. The Superior. <laughs> the Superior. <laughs> You know, I, I understand that you, as the normal consumer, like big explosions and guns and stuff, Stephen, oh, that you can't oh, deal okay. with the subtlety the... that is alien. Yo, dude, how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she's going to watch Alien tonight. Very uh, cool. She, she saw the first one and thought the entire time how hilarious the futuristic technology was. So, like, when they're on the ship talking to Mother, and it's all in, like, ASCII and, like, Microsoft yeah. DOS. And she, <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, real futuristic. And I was like, oh, come on, man. That ain't right. <laughs> uh, video game this week. Um, we are playing Rayman 2 on the Dreamcast. Classic. Nice. Uh, it's like a platformer game. It's really fun. Super great. Uh, book-wise, um, I don't know if you've ever read... The uh, Crime and Punishment book by Dostoevsky. Are you, are you trying to make it through that? 
Uh, I've read it before. It's real good. Um, but I have like a big old copy of it next to my bed, and I just like read a little bit at night. Nice. Um, I just started, so like we're just getting to know you, getting to know all about you. He hasn't like. Have you read that book? Uh, I haven't read it. I've got really no interest in reading it. I know what it's about though, and I know the the basic premise. Okay, so like, yeah, I just started. I'm just learning about Russia and blah 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 in the city, and like none of the plot has started yet because usually I'll like read for like a little bit and I'll be like, damn, I'm on my phone and I'll put the book down yeah. and play on my phone until I fall asleep. So that's what's going on with me, Steven, I gotta know about any movies you've seen, video games you've played, or books you've read. Let me let me hear them. Yeah, hear about it. So, uh, I went to Charleston this past weekend. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I went to uh, to go vote, and while I was there, I went and saw Deadpool with a mutual friend of Dave and I's. Uh, I went and saw it with my, our buddy Drew. Oh, sweet. And, yeah, and so we went and saw Deadpool, and it was awesome. It was a really, really good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was actually really funny. I was I was home, and I was working on like application stuff like i turned in some some applications for for like like district applications for like school district applications and i was working on that like in in our kitchen and my dad is in the living room and my 12 year old sister and her friend go up to my dad and they're like can we go see a movie tonight and in my mind i'm like i know exactly which movie they want to go see and my dad was like which movie and my sister's like deadpool and from like across the house i'm like nope (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and i was and my dad was like let me look up what this let's see what's going on with this movie he looks it up and he's like yeah no way in hell are you going to go see this movie oh come on dad uh, it's a superhero movie yeah bullshit uh but i went i went and saw it and it was really really good and i really enjoyed it but right. that was yeah and so uh that was that was kind of you know, my thing. I went, you know, drove back to Columbia, did worked on some shit, but that was not that's not interesting. Let's just uh, let's get on to the history. All right, play the music. Play the music. Nice. It's a little uh, a little bassier than normal. A little bassier. Taking it low. Taking it slow. Low. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Yes. I don't think that you can really discuss air disasters or inheritance or succession mm-hmm. failures without really speaking on the subject of the Diet de Hoy. Now, I want to preface this by saying it's not my historical area of expertise. So okay. if I pronounce things wrong, please, God, don't freak out. <laughs> oh, I will. I, I plan on it. Okay. lose my freaking mind. <laughs> So, the Dai de Hoi. Um, Stephen, who is the greatest conqueror of history? Uh, Alexander the Great. That's right. So, mm, Alexander Not what the I would have said, but okay. So, Alexander the Great is... I would have said the Black Plague. <laughs> we, we know. And you have. <laughs> <laughs> but I've already made that case. I don't even know what Stephen's doing this week, but I'm sure it's medieval. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dave, guess what? It is. You're not wrong. (laughs) All right, so Alexander the Great, he's this great conqueror. He's from Macedon. Uh, 
he pushed Greece's boundaries uh, to Egypt in the south, India and Pakistan in the east. Uh, he fought against Persia, he fought against the Egyptians. It is one of the largest land empires of the ancient world, right? Alexander is one of, if not the richest man in the world's history. But all mm. he wanted to do was fight and conquer. That's all he wanted to do. He didn't want to just settle want, down. He didn't want to have any kids. He, he just wanted to do hood rat things with his friends, man. He just wanted to do hood rat things with his friends. And that's what this story is about. This is not about Alexander. The Dia <laughs> de Hoy has nothing to do with Alexander. It has to do with what happens next. So Alexander um, preferred the uh, sexual company of men, right? The, yeah. He wasn't really a homosexual because homosexuality isn't really a thing back then in ancient Greece. It's it's whatever, right? Right. There's, like, not a label for it. Um, so he didn't have any male sons while he was alive. And he dies tragically at the early age of 32. And he famously says uh, in his deathbed when they're like, what do we do? Who is the leader? And where will your empire go? He says, toi kratistoi, to the strongest and then he dies. Oh, right? It's so that's like the most badass thing you could say. It is, but bed. what happens next is a direct result of his yeah. indecisiveness. And what happens next is the Dia de Hoy. Now, what the Dia de Hoy are are these are his generals and his leaders and his friends who fought with him on his campaigns and each claimed that they should uh, if not become leader, have like you know some sort of executive powers after he died, right. because they all claimed right. to be the strongest. Um, so they fought over the kingdom, and an original agreement was met after Alexander's death that his half brother Aridaeus would rule as king until Alexander's unborn child with his wife uh, was born, and if he was a boy, because they didn't know then they would rule together as co-kings. Okay. And, you know, if you know a lot about history and secession, two kings is not usually uh, a good idea. It, do it doesn't usually work out it well. It doesn't usually work out well, especially if there's a lot of other powerful guys who want to rule as well. So It's like, it's like having two popes. It's like having two popes, exactly. <laughs> They're just going to excommunicate each <laughs> other. They're just going to excommunicate each other until the cows come home. Um, and I, I really want to apologize. There's a lot of goddamn names coming up, guys. A lot of goddamn Greek names. A lot of names to... Dave doesn't really know how to pronounce that well. <laughs> and you're going to have to know where each one of them belongs in this story. This is like a goddamn... Just like everything Greek. Just like the Iliad. I'm just going to say a bunch of names. <laughs> and you're going to have to remember all of them. So, uh, the commander of Alexander's cavalry, his name was Perdiccas. Uh... He was sent to rule as regent of the empire, and the infantry commander, Meliagar, was to be his, like, second-in-command lieutenant, sort of backup, vice president, whatever you want to call it. So the leaders of his army, the cavalry leader and the infantry leader, became regents, became de facto rulers, right? And this was pretty much their interpretation of the strongest, right? Uh... But Perdiccas immediately had Meliagar killed and took over completely. Surprise! This is what happens when you have two consuls. This is what happens when you have two popes, when you have two kings. One is always an asshole and kills the other one. 
So what happens next is known as the Partition of Babylon. And this is where Perdiccas' supporters, they became governors of different territories in the empire because it was so huge. And these governors are known as satraps. Uh, a bunch of different names coming at you real quick, Stephen. Uh, famous ones, notably Ptolemy. Uh, he became the satrap oh, wow. of Egypt. Yeah, uh, Python got Medea. Antipater uh, with Craterus. They ruled Greece and Macedon together. So they became mm-hmm. the satraps of like pretty much the capital. Uh, Lamadon got Syria and Phoenicia. And Philotus got Cilicia. There's a whole bunch more, but those are like the most important ones. I'm not going to go into it. But these are essentially the players that come into power. The Diadechoi, if you will. And they pretty much begin a series of secession wars over who's going to rule, who's going to be the regent, and so forth. And the first one of these is known as the Lemian War. And it's in 322 BCE, the year that Alexander dies. So right away, um, Greece decides to revolt the moment the news of Alexander's death was heard. And Athens led a coalition against Antipater, the guy I said was the satrap of Greece and Macedon, and began to siege his fortress at Lamia. Now, the other satrap of Greece and Macedon named Craterus, or Craterus, sorry, um, he brought a fleet to defend um, Antipater against the Athenians, and they met at the Battle of Cranon, and they won, and they calmed down uh, anti-Macedonian sentiment in in Greece. But several other Greek rebellions took place uh, further east in the empire, and uh, some of these were like, really brutally put down, especially by Pantheon and Medea. And then, almost immediately following that, was the first Diadochoi War. It was in 332, or 322 BCE as well. So, Perdiccas, who was now, uh, like, the regent of the entire mm-hmm. empire, you know, he started making moves to uh, keep his power almost forever, he started to right. make dynastic moves and to really solidify himself he decided to marry Alexander's sister whose name was Cleopatra completely not the Cleopatra from history this is Cleopatra yeah, of Macedon sure. totally different hundreds of years apart um, and the other satraps uh, specifically Antipater Craterus both from Greece and Macedon Antigonus and Ptolemy saw this as a power move and they allied themselves against him. And this is pretty metal. So the war actually began because Ptolemy stole Alexander's dead body and brought it nice. to Egypt. Because, you know, uh, Alexander was a pharaoh, technically, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like a, a god. And uh, this started uh, everybody moving and, and fighting and a bunch of different battles uh, took place. Craterus actually died in Asia Minor fighting against Perdiccas' forces. But what happened in the end in 320 BCE was Perdiccas was actually murdered by his own generals. Nice. And Antipater, who led the coalition, he was made regent and the kings were moved from Macedon to Greece. 
So they were moved from their home in the capital, and then all the territories were rearranged and redistributed among the surviving satraps, and even Perdiccas' murderers were given governorships, and it was sort of a rearranging of powers with the new alliances. And this was called the Partition of Triparadesis. Now that Perdiccas was out, he's gone. I don't have to say his name anymore because <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so now, Anti- <laughs> now Antipater is the lead satrap, right? Mm-hmm. Antipater, as I mentioned before, was the uh, satrap of Greece and Macedon with Craterus. Craterus is now dead. It's just Antipater. Antipater is now the guy with too much power, right? So Antipater dies oh, right, right after the partition of Triparadesis. But a second uh, air disaster happens because of him. So civil war breaks out between Antipater's successor, who he appointed, and his son, who believes that he deserved the post because of like inheritance, right? And his son's right. name was Cassander. Um Ptolemy and Antigonus join Cassander, um, and the appointed successor stole the infant king, Alexander's son, and uh, Alexander's wife, and fled to the mountains, and used Alexander's son's influence to gain favor with Alexander's mother, Olympia, uh, and had her like support in invading Macedon. So he stole this kid and was like, hey, everyone, Alexander's mother is a big hero. She's on my side because obviously she just wants to, like, protect her grandson, you know? Right. And so he gains support that way. But Cassander gets aid from the other king, uh, Alexander's brother, and they finally defeat him. And in the process, they kill Alexander's mom, Olympias. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so now this foundation of uh, you know the new rule is based on the essential murder of everybody's hero's mom, right? <laughs> so it's not exactly a stable peace or any kind of stable government, especially when the people think that they're there for committing this atrocity. And over the next 50 years or so, there are four separate Diadochoi wars and several violent rebellions. Uh, They take place, the first one, like I said, was in 322. The second one is in 319. The third Diadochoi war is in 314. And then you have the Babylonian war. You have, of course, the Lemian war, which I talked about. A bunch of other, like, satraps uh, fighting uh, anti-Greek sentiment in their, like, uh, governorships. And then these divisions between the satraps just deepened. They each made quick alliances with each other for different conflicts and then would turn their back on each other to fight them, and no lasting alliances were made. Each vied uh, constantly for control of Macedon and Greece, and uh, these territories became you know, their own sustained de facto kingdoms and had their own lineages and sort of ignored almost entirely uh, the two kings in Greece and, you know, their descendants and stuff. And this went on for hundreds of years. Uh, you know, eventually it ceased when these 
uh, places were annexed by other powers, uh, most notably Rome and <laughs> the Seleucid Empire. And of course, they just you know Those fell pesky into, Romans. They just fell into uh, other empires of their own. But the reason why the Diet of Hoi is uh, really sort of tragedy and just such a disaster of inheritance and failure is Alexander's legacy, really. So Alexander had this idea for his ideal world of like this beautiful Hellenistic united culture, right? That being, of course, mm-hmm. the Greek, the Macedonian, the Egyptian, the Asian, the Jewish all these other kind of cultures fusing and making one grand one. And it it failed as soon as he died. As soon as Alexander died, his dream died with him. All these people he had trusted immediately started killing and fighting each other and splitting up this great empire and this great dream of a culture. And, and the culture somewhat reverted. Yeah, there was like this Hellenistic period, but that was mostly because of just sort of interaction they were at war constantly and then it all came to a crashing end uh, and the hellenistic period ended totally when rome came in and then the new culture was really you know established and it's like the the true tragedy of ancient greece is the failure of alexander's dream of this like perfect unified culture uh, in this perfect unified world so that is my uh, story of <laughs> air disasters. Oh no, the plane's coming in too long. <laughs> Every. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Steven, Did... I'm so glad I'm done with that story. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story, though, man. Thanks, that, dude. Uh, <laughs> that w- I, I think that might take the cake as the worst instances of just like uh, fucking up the lineage like the, fucking up the dynasty a little bit and you know what the listeners will never know how hard this was <laughs> i'm hard gonna leave this, some of that in there how hard this story was i'm gonna oh. i'm gonna leave a little bit but of that in maybe there. we should do like an outtake section in the back do you know what i mean yeah yeah oh damn that might be good but anyway um <laughs> to learn more about you know the story of ancient greece and following this bunch of works Written on the Hellenistic period, which is when this, the Diadochoi uh, Wars took place. Um, a bunch of shit written on Alexander. Stay away from the Oliver Stone movie on Alexander. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I don't know why we didn't talk about it during the uh, movies mm-hmm. not being historically accurate uh, episode. But stay away from that shit. It's because it's good. like eight hours long. It is like none of us are going to watch long. that movie. It's real bad. Um but yeah, Alexander's good shit. It's great history, um, and it's a really sad, tragic story. Uh, cause, you know, he he didn't have any sons. He'd rather cuddle with his horse. Yeah. So, anyway, Stephen. Yeah. I don't ever want to think about this subject or any of these names ever again. <laughs> Let me hear your story, buddy. Play the music. All right, let's play the music. All right, Dave. <laughs> So, my story I'm going to be talking about, uh, the names are a little bit easier to pronounce, mostly because it it, uh, takes place in England. Hey, Stephen. Yeah. Does it take place in England by any chance during a somewhat medieval era? Uh, kind of? 
kind of. It's like right after the Middle Ages. Oh, okay, so okay, technically okay. no. Uh, the the air disaster I'm going to be talking about is Mary the First of England. Ooh, don't uh, say her name in the mirror. Ooh, don't. Uh, so Mary the First of England is the daughter of the famous Henry the Eighth of England. Uh, Henry the Eighth of England, of course, is notorious for marrying a bunch of women and then chopping their heads off. Uh, Didn't he, he only do that once? Twice? He, uh, he, he did that a few times. Three uh, times a lady. <laughs> three times a lady. Uh, he definitely did it with Anne Boleyn. Uh, so Henry Henry was famous for having a bunch of wives and, and chopping their heads off. And he was also famous for establishing the Anglican Church in England. It's a and church where everything is not straight lines, right? Just a mm, bunch of angles everywhere. Just a bunch of angles. There's a there, there's some cute angles. There's <laughs> angles that are a little bit obtuse, uh, but uh, Mary the first was his was his daughter. She was queen of England and Ireland from July fifteenth fifteenth July fifteen fifty three until November fifteen fifty eight when she died from uh, what people pro- think uh, it was probably cervix cancer. Um, yeah, pretty brutal stuff. Uh, and she was given the nickname Bloody Mary from the large amount of Protestants that she had killed. Damn. And and, uh, and this is this is this is where the kind of air disaster kind of factors in a little bit. But like I said, she's the daughter of the famous Henry VIII of England. Um, she her mother is his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, who she did not have killed. Um, or who who he did not have killed, he just kind of banished Catherine of Aragon out of the castle. Uh, and her her brother, Edward the Sixth, was the original successor, but he died. And you you mentioned this, Dave, uh, last episode. He died of smallpox. Yeah, and, smallpox. Uh, the noisy killer. It's the noisy killer. Smallpox. Uh, so and Edward the Sixth died of smallpox when he was fi- when when he was when he was fifteen <laughs> and. Uh, that's when she kind of took over, but um, but like I said, she had two over two hundred and eighty Protestants burned at the stake under her rule. Uh, so besides killing a bunch of people, uh, you know why is she really such a, an air disaster? And um, this I can kind of answer this question um by saying that she really undid everything that her father established with the Anglican Church. Um, she really, she really tried to to undo everything that he had done. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to quickly talk about what Henry VIII actually did. So uh, the the story of Henry VIII is kind of kind of famous at this point, right? Uh, Henry VIII wants a divorce from his wife Catherine of Aragon, and the church is pretty peeved. But uh, he manages to, to to finagle some uh, some shifty text by saying, you know, um, you know, bringing up the fact that uh, Catherine of Aragon was his older brother's wife who his older brother died and he ended up marrying Catherine Aragon and somewhere in the Bible it says if that happens it's legal precedent for divorce so he divorces Catherine Aragon under the church's rule or under the church's like uh, okay sort of Um, but uh, really what ends up coming down to the fact that the church is still not very happy that he did that and he also just is really pissed that he doesn't have you know control over his own life and he doesn't have control like he really wants that control um so uh henry marries anne boleyn and eventually breaks away from the catholic church uh with the act of supremacy 
which pretty much said that he was in charge of everything. And um, he declared that he was the head of the church. And uh, so the Catholic Church excommunicates him, and he's like, LOL, cool. And, uh, <laughs> and, and reestablishes the Anglican Church in England. And the people are pretty confused and pissed off by this, because uh, I think I mentioned this multiple times, but in the Middle Ages, and this is right post-medieval ages, this is 1500s, which is kind of you know notoriously seen as the end of the Middle Ages, but religion is still a part of your life uh it's it's still something that you kind of live every day for god and you live every day um for christianity and catholicism and so people are really confused and pissed off about this and um there there are some people who get on board uh because they kind of knew it was good for them and they they read the right the writing on the wall um and uh, others kind of resisted and rebelled and there are definitely some rebellions during this time period but um but uh, at, by the end of Henry's reign, it's it's you know it's not perfect, but it's better. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 the Anglican Church is certainly a thing, um, but really this church is set up so that the king can have more control over, you know, over himself and over his country and over his kind of his own, you know, over his religion pretty much. Uh, he, he the. Henry VIII didn't want the Catholic Church telling him what to do, which is interesting because he was such a proponent of the Catholic Church in his youth. But um, So Henry goes through all the trouble of establishing an Anglican Church, and then uh, at the ripe old age of 55, he eats it. And, uh, he ate a lot, apparently. Uh, yeah, he, he ate a lot and ate his fat ass to death. And, uh, <laughs> Just like Orson Welles. Orson <laughs> Welles. Um, but he uh he he dies at the age of 55 from you know he was he was not in great health and he ended up being a pretty big dude um so what happens after that is uh henry's henry's lineage is as you can imagine pretty messy he you know marries a bunch of people and he has uh he he only has one son and the son is edward the sixth and edward the sixth is not a kid that's in great health um bitch Died yeah. of smallpox, you know, did Di- George Washington yeah. suck dick, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so, uh, but also, there's a lot of other claims to the throne, right? Like he's 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 got a pretty large extended family at this point, and uh, there's there's a lot of bold claims to the throne. But Edward, Edward the Sixth takes it, which makes a lot of sense. He's the firstborn son. That's you know that's the logical order, uh, and he really. He uh he attempts to keep the whole Anglican thing kind of going because it's you know it's what Daddy wanted right and uh, and so he really establishes the Anglican Church as something that's kind of hard fast and like this is we're gonna stick with this kind of thing like it's not just with uh, it's not just something Henry the or Henry established it's like this is something we're gonna stick with but then he he dies at the age of fifteen and uh now the question is what do we do now and um so this is where Mary kind of steps in uh so. Right before Mary, her cousin attempts to take the throne, and it's very, very short-lived. And she kicks her th- cousin off the throne, executes her, and she takes the throne. And uh, and Mary's really pissed. Uh, her mom's Catherine Aragon, like like I mentioned, and she she remembers what happened to her. She remembers the the bullshit that Catherine Aragon had to go through in the name of uh, in the name of Henry, in the name of Henry, you know, wanting wanting to marry someone else, and so she's like. She's she's kind of throughout her history. She's on you know mixed terms with her with her father, but also really, Catherine of Aragon being Spanish royalty, and as we've said before, 
Spain is like the fucking Catholic king of the world right. at this point. Yeah. And this is and I was I'm just about to mention this. Mary's a devout Catholic. Yeah. A very, very devout Catholic. And in fact, she ends up marrying Philip the Second of Spain. And uh but, but like you just mentioned, Dave, Spain's uber fucking Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> like like real Catholic. Um so she attempts to undo a lot of what her father established. Uh, she enforced uh, Catholicism by by what she said was, you know, she was like, you can have free will, but, you know, we're going to we're going to be Catholic country again. And she and she was like, you know, you can you cannot you can continue to be Protestant. And so some people took it upon themselves to be Protestant. And she ended up imprisoning a lot of the upper echelon of the Anglican Church. And uh and she was like, you can, you know, pretty much you can practice Anglicanism if you want to, but you're going to be practicing it in prison. Damn. And, uh, yeah. And, and though, and then she, she worked with her advisors and with Rome, uh, to, to kind of figure out how they're going to success, successfully undo the Anglican church. And, uh, they're able to establish these hearsay acts. And, um, and so I don't know if I've explained on the show what a heretic is, but I'll explain it again. A heretic is someone who openly uh, openly practices faith or a religion that goes against the Catholic Church and act and knows they're doing it. So they actively know they're going against the Catholic Church with the religion they're practicing. That's a heretic. Someone who's practicing a, something a religion that goes against the Catholic Church but doesn't know that they're doing it. That's not her. That's not heresy. That's just them being like ignorant of yeah. what's good, and what's what's cool, what's not cool. So these heresy acts, they pretty much allow her to kill any heretic that she wants to. And oh boy, howdy, does she? Uh, boy, sev- howdy. <laughs> so several several Protestants just kind of choose to just bail. So a lot of Protestants just choose to go into exile or to leave England altogether. And, uh, and, but those who stayed were burned at the stake. And um, so kind of some figures, some total numbers, is that 800 Protestants decided to bail and leave England or go into exile, and 283 were killed. Damn. Yeah. So uh, a thousand. She she pretty much either kills or forces out forces out of their out of their homes a thousand people. Um, and uh, Mary kind of lives a pretty tragic life. It's really sad. Um, so she marries the Philip II, and Philip II uh, doesn't really give a shit. Uh, he's he kind of he marries her for the for the title and because he knows politically it's a smart move, but then he just kind of bails and so like the whole thing is like it's it's you know it's possible he didn't care about her at all and she was in love with him um and so and she also she desperately wanted children and she uh her she had a false pregnancy that um that you know turned out to be false obviously and then she, her. Second time around, she had a second false pregnancy, and people think that it was some sort of tumor or cervix cancer, and that is probably what ended up killing her. Um, so it's very kind of she kind of lived lived a sad life, but she was uh, she killed a lot of people, and she undid a lot of what her of what her father established and what her brother established, and then it gets even more messy when her sister Elizabeth steps in after her, and it's Elizabeth the first of England. Uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth, very, very famous, you know, even more famous than Henry VIII. And she is, she searches for, for uh, kind of the middle ground between Protestantism and Catholicism. And she established the Anglican Church 
um, in in a way that you know try to patch up relationships with both. And so, uh, really, she uh, Mary undoes everything that Henry does, and then Elizabeth come back comes back and undo and undoes everything that Mary did. So reestablished it, and so it's just like Mary comes in and fucks shit up, and Elizabeth has to go in and clean it up. So yeah. that's. That's kind of my air disaster. But, like, it doesn't end there, right? Like, isn't there, like, another small disaster? Like, nowhere near on the same scale, but, like, when Elizabeth steps down or dies, like... Because next is James, the first, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, I it's a even... whole other bullshit story there, too, right? Right, and that, that that's something for another podcast. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. want to... I didn't want to get too far into it. No, I, I, kinda... I definitely understand. And, right. Like, you focused but... on Mary, but, like, this is, like, the begin Like... This is a continuing series of fuck up air oh, disasters. Oh, it's so bad. Because like after James yeah. Charles and then like Cromwell and then Charles again and yeah, it's it's fucky, messy, shitty crap. <laughs> it, it's funky and uh, I mean, what's really interesting is the majority of countries, and this is kind of why the Middle Ages end ends at 1500 is with the Protestant Reformation. Um, and I mean, obviously, it's it's it. The, the the official reason why they the end the um the Middle Ages ends in fifteen hundred like why we why we say it ends there is because of the exploration of the New World right yeah yeah, um, yeah. a shift from medieval ideology to kind of a more mo- modern mindset and the uh, and the the um enlightenment and stuff like that and you see a lot of these you know monarchies in Europe they kind of start to really run into some problems. And I mean, the same thing happens in France and um, the Holy Roman empire. It's, I mean, that's a whole, I could go into the Holy Roman empire. That's that whole episode of worth of stuff right there. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my story. That's my air disaster. Good shit too. Thanks man. Everyone go look in the mirror and say, Bloody Mary three times, Biggie small, yeah. beer. you'll get to go to that sweet party. Uh, oh, but man. anyway, Stephen. Yeah. Do you have any fucking clue what next week will be? Yes, I oh, do. do. I do. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's hear and it. I got some help with this one. Um, but let's do uh, a history of food. History of food next week. Yeah. So where where some popular foods come from, or like how foods change history, or or or. or yeah, how foods change history. Okay, sweet. You know what yeah. I'm doing? What? Goddamn fruit by the foot. Yeah, man. Changed everything, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do juicy fruit. It changed uh, history for about thirty seconds. Dude, juicy fruit. It's it's thirty seconds of of fruit. A, a and pure then, pleasure. And then the rest of it is just disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just thirty seconds of pleasure followed by about. 30 minutes of disappointment before you finally realize that it's time to get rid of it. It's time to get rid of it. Well, anyway, so check that out next week. Uh, there's another episode of Completely Off Topic Mondays up. We skipped a week because we didn't want to clog up your news feeds. Mm-hmm. So there's one up now. Check it out. It should be great. We finish the uh, the Dave interview and party stories. And Yeah. Uh, so that that was a long time coming. Sorry about that wait. But those will back to, be back to you every other week. Um, yep. anything else we got to do? Um, we uh, got we got any plugs, Steven? You got to plug yeah, shit. Yeah, 
We got some plugs, man. You know, like my fingers uh, and my ears is what I need to plug. Uh, do it, man. Go for it. I can. I can do this solo. Uh, so we're on iTunes. You can go there and subscribe to us, and uh, all the episodes will get instantly downloaded onto whatever device you're listening on them to. Uh, and uh, you can leave us a rating or a review. Uh, it's always cool to read those. That we're on. Fun. We're on Podbean. And that's kind of our base of operations. Badhistorypodcast.podbean.com. And you can listen to all the episodes there. You can download the the JPEG files from there and listen to them from your computer. and Do whatever you want with them. Yeah. uh, You can can find us on Facebook and iTunes. Uh, I already said iTunes. I mean, Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Stay away. Uh, It's just type in Bad History Podcast on Facebook, Bad History Cast on Twitter. Uh, you can find us all there. We tweet and we, you know, we love connecting with people. So that's always cool. Um, we're also on a whole bunch of other platforms. Um, we're on Stitcher. We're on uh, Blueberry. Blueberry? I think is how you pronounce it. Blueberry. <laughs> uh, you got I, Blueberry Pie going on. Blueberry. Uh, <laughs> we're on, uh, we're on a whole bunch. We're on, we're, we're making our way onto Google Play. They approved us, and I don't know when Google Play is actually going to be adding podcasts. But whenever that happens, that's going to be cool because I know a lot of people use that service. So, uh, so yeah, we're all over the place. So you can find us um, whatever whatever you listen to. We're probably on there. Uh, but I think that is it for my plugs. Tried to keep it short and sweet and simple this week. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it for me, Dave. If you have any last words. Um, Predicus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, God, we gotta end the episode. Uh, we gotta uh, end the episode next week. See ya. Uh, happy, <laughs> happy. Oh history yeah, and good happy scrolls, guys. History, good scrolls. Play the music, Jesus. Play the music. <laughs>